Queendom. Welcome to another episode of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host, Charity. And I'm your co-host, Emily. We have a fun show, per usual, for you this evening. First up, we have a girl's generation. They are back with a comeback together after many years doing solo projects. The singles called Forever One. Hybe put out a new girl group. Emily mentioned it a couple weeks ago. They're called New Jeans. A lot of interesting um, conversations around this group's been happening. The single is called Attention. They have another single called Cookie. We will delve into everything about this new group. And BTS. Well, the vocal line of BTS. And Snoop Dogg with Benny Blanco as a producer has a new song called Bad Decisions. We'll talk about that. As always, our love, Stray Kids. We will finish up Stray Kids 2 Kids Room with Lino and Felix. We'll get into more vacation fun with them and SKZ Code while they are enjoying themselves in Jeju Island. As always, Emily has the news for you. Of course, a fun quiz. Of course, song of the week and all kinds (laughs) of other fun things because you know how we do. (laughs) Emily, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing really great tonight. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited to talk about Girls' Generation. I'm excited about this. Yeah. Yes. I feel like... We have such a nice mix tonight because we've got this brand new young group, and then we have a group of established vets in mm-hmm. the K-pop industry, a second generation group. 15 years later, they put out yeah. a full album. I have so many thoughts on this. We've never reviewed Girls' Generation on this show, so this is going to be a really, really fun one. And then, of course, we've got BTS and Stray Kids rounding things out. Welcome to our queendom. Thank you for joining us yet again. If this is your first time listening to our show, welcome. We're happy to have you. New episodes come out every Friday. Uh, This is our 116th week in a row, our 116th episode (laughs) reviewing K-pop releases, talking about K-pop. Clearly, we're obsessed and hopefully you are too. That's probably why you're joining. You found your home. We're (laughs) We're into it just like you. <laughs> so thank you for joining us. If you'd like to follow us on social media, NYC K-Pop Queens, we're on Twitter and we're on Instagram. Give us a follow. We post different stuff on each one uh, and slide into the DMs. Say hello. We always love to meet our listeners. You know, we're building a community. We started this podcast because we didn't have very many, actually, we didn't have any in real life. <laughs> we didn't have any friends who loved K-pop. And at the time, people still weren't really into it. I think now when I tell people I do this, people say like, oh, BTS, which mm-hmm. is amazing. People at least know that. Yeah. Even yeah. a couple of years ago, people were like, what? <laughs> yeah, K-pop. <laughs> so we started this because we th- knew that if we don't have friends that like K-pop and we're so obsessed with it, It'd be really nice to um, have people to listen to and talk about our favorite things. I think this is a really unique media forum where you really do build friendships and it feels like you're having conversation with friends. Mm -hmm. So we appreciate all of your feedback and becoming friends with all of you. It's really exciting and cool for us. So thank you so much for sliding into the DMs and for reaching out to us. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to say hi, NYC, K-pop Queens, Twitter and Instagram. Speaking of Twitter, we ask poll questions every week. These are fun. We're picking your brains. We want to know your opinions on maybe something we talked about last week or like tonight, it's stuff we're going to talk about this evening. So thank you everyone for voting in our polls. If you'd like to vote in our polls, make sure you're following us on Twitter, NYC K-pop Queens. Charity, let's get to it. Yeah. 
as you mentioned in your intro, Hybe debuted another girl group. This They debuted two girl groups pretty quickly back to back. We had Les Seraphim and now New Jeans. So the comparisons, you know, are going to happen. Basic question, we asked the Queendom of these two new groups, which one's your favorite? I, I want to know your opinion, but I, I think maybe we should wait till we get okay. to the review. Okay. We don't want to show, yeah. show our hand too much. But the Queendom, 67% chose the Seraphim and 33% chose New Jeans. Are okay. you surprised? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I kind of... We'll talk about when we get to it. <laughs> um, I'm not surprised. I am and I'm not. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about when we get to our review of New Jeans later in the episode, but we're going to stick with New Jeans for one more second. <laughs> Favorite song. They released Attention before they dropped. We couldn't even review it. It wasn't on Spotify. We decided to wait for the official drop. Uh, Cookie was kind of the official single the day that they released this EP. So we had to ask of the two songs, Attention or Cookie. Charity, what's your favorite? Uh, Attention. I agree. And the Queendom agrees. 85%. Yeah. 85% voted for Attention. Yeah, I think that's a, it's a landslide. It, that's clearly the better song. We're going to give you our thoughts on why later in the episode. Our next poll question, we're talking about Girls' Generation. We had to ask, who is your favorite second-gen girl group? The choices were Girls' Generation, 21, Wonder Girls, and Sistar. Girls' Generation. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think 21, they have some unique tones. They're very yeah, different yeah. vibe, and I like them as well. Wonder Girls, first K-pop group to tour in the United States. Like They, they, they open for the Jonas Brothers. I don't know if you guys know that. Um, they're the first girl group, I should say. Mad respect, but yeah, I've got to go with Girls' Generation. There's so much to love about this group. Can't wait to get into it. Queendom agrees. 50%. 50% of the votes oh, wow. were for Girls' Generation. 23% for 21 and Wonder Girls. They split. Okay. And then Sister only got 4%. So not a lot of fans out there, but lots of Girls' Generation fans in the Queendom. I have a feeling we're... we're with you and we're joining you uh we're gonna talk about it here in a second but before we do that let's get to some queendom shout outs really quick we see where you're listening from every week and we just like to give you specific shout outs to let you know we see you and we love you and appreciate you so queendom shout out cleveland ohio pasadena california trenton new jersey dallas texas queendom shout out to our friends in puerto rico casablanca morocco oh I just love saying Casablanca. Yeah. We've seen Casablanca pop up a few times. Have to give them another shout out because it's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Such a good movie. Uh, Medina, Saudi Arabia. We've talked about our queendom in Saudi Arabia. We love you. And we see you every week. We're doing numbers in Saudi Arabia. It's just the power of dis- distribution of this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's so amazing. Um, so just wanted to single out Medina. We see you every week. We love you. Toluca, Mexico, Monaco. Wow. International Queendoms coming through. Thank you so much for listening. And we want to give a special Queendom shout out to our friend Tiffany from Maine. Tiffany's all group of stray kids. She found the right podcast. Yes. Uh, This is the best part for bias. 
triple bias, and as Tiffany put it, thy racha, which would, <laughs> which would be Changbin, Chan, and Lino. So Love I, it. Yeah, that's right up Charity's alley. I remember distinctly talking about uh, you, talking about Lino's thighs. Oh, yes. At the Stray yep. Kids concert. Charity sure was did. all about it. So... <laughs> Thai Racha, I love that name. Stays are so funny. Like, amazing. So huge shout out, Tiffany. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, Queendom, one more quick thing. We've had Queendom reach out to us and ask if we do Patreon or if they would like wanted to donate or give us a tip how they would do it. Um, We haven't gone that route. You know, we've been around for over two years crazy to think about. I know. And every time we've talked about it, it just doesn't really feel right for Charity and I. We don't want to make our content exclusive uh, for people that pay us. There's, We're trying to build a community here. And if anyone, you know, how, how should I say it? Um, we'd rather get a lot of money from a corporation <laughs> or sponsorships yeah, yeah. than from you guys. We just yeah. don't feel right about saying, well, here's the really great content, but you have to pay us a monthly fee. We understand that people would do that and we really appreciate the offers, but we're here to kind of be friends and build a community and be here for our listeners. And we're we're doing this for the love of K-pop and the genre and the passion we feel about this music. So it just never kind of struck us like, eh. but because we've had request there's this awkwardness there so (laughs) our way of dealing with it and who knows if this is good or not um we have a cash app it's nyc k-pop queens just like our twitter just like our instagram if for any reason you would like to donate that's how you can donate to us we'll post that on our um, social media as well but please don't feel like you have to we're so grateful to have you listen every week um this is, you know, just for people who are interested, that's a way to donate. Uh, we are a two-man operation, and we've done this 116 <laughs> weeks in a row. So we appreciate the offers, and now we have something set up. But again, please don't feel obligated. Just you listening is payment enough. We love you, and we're going to keep things going. So with that said, let's get it going, Charity Girls yes. Generation, also known as SNSD. Originally nine members, formed by SM in 2007. Jessica left in 2014. So we've had eight members since 2014. This is a full album, 10 songs. It's called Forever One, the seventh album. The single is called Forever One. Charity, are you feeling Girls' Generation? I sure am. What a great song. One for the fans already this feels like a gift to fans but secondly it's so fun so upbeat like such a fun dance song super catchy chorus and I love Mm -hmm. the meaning of the song like you can interpret it as a love song with a romantic partner but I took it more as like a friendship anthem between the girls you know they've gone off and done their own things and can still come together as a group and I just I kind of love that like They've been around for 15 years, you know, so they Mm -hmm. have a strong bond, it seems. What did you think? I love this. Yeah. I love this. Um, I really, really love this. I was so excited about this song. When you do as many reviews as we do, when you listen to as much music as we do, I have to admit that sometimes it can kind of meld together and things don't stand out. And for me, like this was so refreshing. I just went... (gasps) Shout out to Kenzie. Kenzie's the real MVP at SM. She wrote their debut song and she wrote this one. 
Amazing. So what a full circle moment. It's upbeat. It's happy. It's celebratory. And the voices in this group are no joke. We're going to talk about that. I have a feeling for the rest of the night, these ladies can sing. And like from the start, the song grabbed me. It's a hit. Yuna's first note is so pretty. And that beat lets the listener know this is going to be a happy dance track. Tiffany, we're not stopping. There's mm-hmm. sass. It's like within two seconds, you know what you're in for, and it's already a banger. I love the chorus. The tempo in that build up to the chorus is so cool. And the melody really gives each individual member a chance to shine. I mm-hmm. love that they all got specific parts in that pre chorus and chorus. It was really nice. Sunny and Sehun killed that high note in the chorus. Like, shout out to them. They both did work. Literal chills at the bridge. I thought the bridge, there's something triumphant and nostalgic in this song. Mm-hmm. It just really, it gave me chills. And I can't imagine for fans of Girls' Generation for the past 15 years how they felt. I, I'm sure there were tears because I'm relatively new to this group. This is our first review of Girls' Generation. And I had chills when that bridge came in. Queen Taeyeon, she came through on all her parts. Right. There's just so much talent and different voices in this group. It's really fun to listen to them. And I say, we're still forever one. Mm -hmm. Very nostalgic. I love the song. What did you think of the music video? Obviously, I loved it. Obsessed. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Obsessed. It's bright. It's cheerful. (laughs) There's glamour and confidence that shines through with every member. There's It's gorgeous. I loved the styling. I loved the glamorous mm. gowns. I also loved the striped shirt and shorts. It was more of yeah. a natural beauty feel. And I thought that was really nice. They look like the legends they are. I absolutely love the styling in this. I thought something else that was really smart, those solo scenes that showcase what they've done individually while they've been mm-hmm. away from the group. Like mm-hmm. Sue Young as an actress at a red carpet premiere. Hyoyeon is DJing. Uh, Sehun, musical actress. Tiffany's traveling the world. It's a great, simple concept that was executed really well. All of them, all eight members look stunning. I liked the close-ups with the cool makeup. Choreography was great. I I really enjoyed catching those moments where they smile at each other while dancing. Mm -hmm. Their group chemistry feels really strong 15 years in. And wow, I can't imagine that. Like, I'm, I'm buying it from them. And there's something really honest and almost triumphant in this music video, you know, when, and again, that bridge part, it just, I felt it. And I, I thought this was just wonderful. It was such a pleasant surprise to me because we've never reviewed them before. You don't know going in. This didn't feel like a phoned in um, no. reunion. Yeah. This really is a great song and video. What did you think? I loved it. Obsessed. The glamour. They look like movie stars. (laughs) Right? Every single one. Yeah. Goddesses. Like, I can't even. And I like that we saw their solo stuff, but I like that, you know, they walked down the red carpet together to accept the award together. It's very triumphant. The choreography was just... They're pros. They're absolute pros. My favorite scene was when they're on the red carpet stage and they have on the brown and pink outfits. Yes. Such a cool visual, but glamour. It oozes like just the it. They all have the it. Yes. Yeah. I genuinely like, 
I I haven't seen a group like this. I don't think since we've been doing the show. Mm -hmm. Like all eight of them. Mm -hmm. When I'm watching, I'm like gorgeous, 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 gorgeous. It's hard to wait a minute. Exactly. (laughs) Wait a minute. This group is stunning, and every one of them, like you said, it's the it. It's the it yeah. factor. You know, we're very familiar with Taeyeon. We've reviewed her multiple times on the show. We're both big fans of her. So I knew her. But oh my goodness, the rest of Girls' Generation, woo, they are a stunning. Yeah. There's just such a confidence in them, mm-hmm. too. Like on top of the beauty and the good voices, a shout out to these eight women because they slayed this comeback. I absolutely love it. Totally. Let's get into the album. They gave us yes. 10 songs. Yes. Um, it was hard for me to pick favorites. I know. I, I picked a few. Maybe we'll have some similar ones, but okay. uh, give me your list. I'll give you mine and we'll get through this album. Okay. Uh, 17, Closer, and Freedom. Okay. I liked Villain, Closer, Mood Lamp, and Freedom. Okay. Okay. Some similar, some different. Yeah. So let's start with 17. Okay. Uh, give me your thoughts on that one. I believe that one was co-written by Tiffany and Sue Young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the swing sounding piano that's in it throughout. It's like a very different kind of sounding piano. And I like the catchy like O-O-O's in the chorus. Mm. I love when Hyoyeon does her rap. There's a back and forth between her rapping and Taeyeon and Sunny singing. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite part of the song. Let's talk about uh, Closer. We both picked it. I love the disco vibes. It's disco vibes for days. It's happy. Look, they're not reinventing the wheel here, but they don't need to. It's such a good song. Yeah. Um, Taeyeon sounds really good on this one. Sunny also stands out to me. Like, I usually don't like higher voices. Mm-hmm. They're not the ones that grab my ear most of the time. Most of the queendom knows that. But she has a really nice tone and really nice control. So I just thought this was a fun song. Why did you pick this one? Similar notes. A fun, like, disco song. I love the beat and the horns. I thought the melody was really catchy. Like you said, not reinventing the wheel, but just a fun, fun song. And I thought it was really perfect for the album. Yeah, it's it's really fun. Okay. What and then you also picked freedom. Yeah, what were your different songs? Okay, uh, Moon Lamp. Oh yeah, yeah. And villain. Let me talk mm-hmm. about villain. So villain was co-written by Tiffany and Soo Young. I love this song. It's a little bit more. Um, I think they do a wonderful job of walking the tightrope of like a wholesome good girl and sexy bad girl. They they don't go on either side too much. They're like right in the middle. They're just like goddess amazing woman uh this one leans a little more towards the bad girl which y'all know i Mm -hmm. love (laughs) i i really liked the lyrics call me the villain because i'm busy killing it yes it's a bad girl anthem and i'm always down for it don't doubt it i'm about it yes ladies i'm about it too i just thought it was a fun well-written kind of bad girl song so villains one of my picks um and then i also liked moon lamp Cool R&B ballad. Taeyeon and Yuna deliver the low notes and the verses. Sunny comes through per usual. They all sound so good. Great harmonies. It's a showcase song for their vocals, and yeah. I'm here for it. They have wonderful vocals on this team. They, they can really sing. So I like an R&B ballad that gives them a chance to show off, and I thought Moonlamp did a wonderful job with that. 
Let's talk about freedom. We both picked that one. What are your thoughts on freedom? This is my favorite song on the whole album. Um, it's like another retro sounding song. Yes. And it sounds so familiar. Like they sampled an old song, but I, for the life of me, cannot place it. I went down a rabbit hole trying to listen and think of what the song was and listen to other stuff, but I could, I could not place it. But it's such, it has such a great beat. The chorus is really catchy. And the harmonies in the song were amazing. I love the tone of Tiffany's voice. And mm. then Taeyeon's ad-libs in the bridge were insane. But you still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel mm. me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Nah, I mean. So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying. Oh, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. Oh, yeah. trying to get them on there. Yeah. We all artists, man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right with this I got lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I got lie. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. No. Take that shit. I, I wrote about ad-libs too. That was one of my notes. These ad-libs are insane. Yeah. Fantastic ad-libs, funky baseline, catchy hook, a lot of synth in this album. Yeah. Um, the chorus makes me dance. It's just a great song. I really, I love this whole album. I genuinely mm-hmm. really like this album. It's a no skip for me. I've listened to it so much since it came out. I like it more and more and more and more every time I listen to it. There's so many songs like I change my mind on. Like I think Lucky Like That is a great song. And then I love the end. Paper Plane is also. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. It's a gorgeous song. So yeah. I think the album as a whole, it's just, it's wonderful. <laughs> I'm so into this. Like, I want to be in Girls' Generation. I Me think too. <laughs> I think that's the next step is um, joining Girls' Generation. Yeah. It's time for a new American member. They might not like it, and the fans won't like it. But for me, it feels like the right choice. So like no one's going to like it but me. But I think, you know, it's time to be selfish. It's time to join Girls' Generation. I would kill to be in this group. Like, um, out of every girl group, I want to be in Girls' Generation. They're yeah, pretty. Like they're they're cool. amazing singers. They're so cool. Like, they're the total, total package. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm obsessed with them. I also just want to give a really specific shout out to them because these are women in their 30s, everyone. Yeah. <gasps> Get oh it, ladies. Goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Right. 30s. Over I the can't hell. believe it. Over the hell. Um, because we took a couple of weeks ago. I prefer not to say. That was like, if you were over 29, prefer not to say. You're all old. You're useless. Society has deemed you unwanted and useless. It's really nice to see a group that is older come back and look amazing, sound yeah. amazing, deliver a phenomenal album, a great single. Like, this isn't just good for a reunion or an older group. Yeah. This is great for any K-pop group and K-pop yeah. standards. And I see now why all of the fans who have been into K-pop for a long, long time say stuff like these groups don't hit like second generation. Because when you think about like Big Bang, Girls' Generation, mm-hmm. yeah, I get what you all are saying now. You're right. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't think of a group that we've reviewed who's close to girls generation a girl group visually 
none, visually none, I, none. I can't think of one where I'm like, they're all so stunning. Mm-hmm. Black pink is the closest. Yeah. Yeah. But there's four of them. It's easier. Freaking girl yeah. generation. There's, there's double eight. the number and they're stunning. Usually when it's that big, there's, there's like a weak link, but there's not for this one. Not even weak. I'm just, just visually. No, like, yeah, no, have, yeah, 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 yeah. Like eight supermodels. Like, yeah. Usually much. a group has like two that are like, yeah, yeah. and the rest are like really good looking. No, those group, they're freaking supermodels. And then vocally, who's standing next to them? I can't think of a group that has as many good singers. Maybe a group mm-hmm. that has two that can sing well. Not eight, not six or seven. Like. Girls' Generation is just so good. Um, I'm blown away. I was so excited to talk about them tonight because I'm just blown away. And I'm just like, there's a lot of great things that come with age, wisdom, maturity, confidence. And it's really empowering and inspiring for, I I have a feeling not only me, but for a lot of our listeners to see these women out there killing it. Like- they're doing it better than the young, the youngins Way better. <laughs> they're kind of showing they're the Queens and here's why. And from these Queens, we love you and appreciate you girls generation. <laughs> We're into it. Uh, let's talk about biases. Oh my God, let's my talk about biases. Topic. I spent a lot of time on this. I'm just going to tell you, I was like, really, my bias, you know, grab me right away. And then Wrecker, like, oh my goodness, I don't know. I've been watching reality shows. Oh, I've been trying to get it. as much as I can to like really pick. So I don't think you're going to guess this one. I'm going to guess your bias is Taeyeon. Yes, yes. You stuck with Taeyeon. I love okay. her. Yeah, she's just queen. Like she's such a goddess. I love her. I love the tone of her voice. I think she's gorgeous. Wrecker, I have a double wrecker because I could not pick. So do I. Okay, okay. <gasps> okay, okay. Dear wrecker. Uh, my record is uh, Tiffany and Huyan. Okay, 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 okay. I can definitely see you loving both of them. Yes. Um, this is so fun because we have six of the girls from Girls' Generation. I have double bias record, but my three are different than your three. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, my um, bias is Suyang. Without okay. question, I yes. think Suyang is so stunning. Um, she stood out to me immediately. She can rock blonde hair and the dark hair. I mm-hmm. thought when they were in the like striped tops, she looked so beautiful. She has such personality on screen. I, I love her. I think she stands out so much. Uh, and then my wreckers, Yuri, strong wrecker. I love Yuri. She's beautiful. Great personality. And then Yuna, Yuna, mm wonderful voice she's so cute she brings a spark when she's center i love her energy those are my three girls in this group just all stunning amazing i love that we both have three we never like do that i know, <laughs> I know. But that's it was so hard for me to pick and then i feel like if i really went down the rabbit hole for the reality shows things could change but i just yeah. didn't have time yeah and i'm like these are the ones that are standing out to me that i think are like so pretty and cool and i like their voices but in this group, you can't go wrong. It's hard. I think that proves our point that we couldn't narrow yes. down, you it, know? Yes. Because yeah. there are yeah. some groups that Charity are like, all right, these are clearly like the two best. Yeah. A yeah. lot of times, record and bias is switched. Mm-hmm. We have different tastes, but it's usually like we're on the same thing. This one, we went completely different. There's no right or wrong. These yeah. are, And I think it's it, 
it's interesting in a girl group because we have very different personalities. Yeah. So this is like who we would identify with if we were in that group. <laughs> yeah. Which makes total sense to me. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I totally see that. Um, gosh, I love Girls' Generation. Why don't we play a clip of Forever One? Yes. Let's let's play a clip of this outstanding single from the ladies of Girls' Generation. This is Forever One. I love Love it. Love it so much. I love that song. I love the energy in that build up to the chorus. It's such a cool sound. Oh my goodness. I'm so obsessed with this group. Obsessed. And I haven't been this excited about a group for a long time. Like Mm -hmm. I love it when you find a new group that you really love and you go down the rabbit hole. Yes. I'm there with Girls Generation. I will be their number one fan moving forward. (laughs) I'm really into this group. SM, I'm available. Like, are they doing great with eight people? Yes. But they were originally nine. And I think I could add a lot. I could add so much to this group. This would be like my dream group. If I could be in a girl group. Yeah. This is the girl group I want to be in. They're so cool. Mm. Congratulations, Girls Generation. We both loved this comeback. Clearly, it was amazing. Um, Let's move on, Charity. Yes. It's time for our favorite segment of the week. And the queendom knows what it is. And obviously, you know what it is. And I know what it is. And uh, Bang Chan from Stray Kids. He knows what it is. Yeah, he does. So let's do it. It's quiz Quiz time. time. Forever one. (laughs) 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 Not on the same page here. We're, you know, different (laughs) members. Um, But we're not going to do a take two. We're going to leave it. It's quiz time. It's time to take a fun quiz. This week's quiz, we're sticking with the ladies of Girls' Generation. We did a Girls' Generation quiz a few months ago where we found out which member we were. That was a Mm -hmm. fun one. Yeah. But tonight, this quiz is everyone's personality matches an iconic Girls' Generation song. Answer a few questions to find out which song matches yours. So we're going to see what song matches our personality This is going to be a fun one. If you'd like to play along with us, a link to the quiz is in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now. You'll also find a link to a playlist. We make playlists every week with all of the songs that we're mentioning, just so you don't have to go find them. Sometimes we might reference a song that's not a K-pop song. It's all right there for you. So that link will be there too. We also post the quiz on Twitter, NYC K-pop Queens. We love when you share who you got or what you got. A lot of people got their ATs bias last week, Charity. Perfect. Just like you. Well, yes. I didn't. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? Everyone's like, he's my bias. And I'm like, oh, just like Charity. That's great. Huh. Not me. <laughs> what's going on? I love it. That's funny. <laughs> I, I, well, at first I was like, that's good. Charity never gets her bias. Like, I'm so never, happy for her. Yeah. But then when I started seeing other people were also getting their bias and like all different biases, it's not like you, yeah. everyone got on. <laughs> no. Uh. So I'm happy for all of Queendom except for me. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, 
Anyways, uh, let's funny. see how the results are tonight. Are you ready, Charity? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Which of these careers appeals to you most? Athlete, doctor, zoologist, music producer, event planner, world leader, <laughs> spy, detective, business owner, military, a surf shop owner, or you're not sure. I mean, if I was wanted to be a spy, I think I'd be a terrible spy, but you would. I would be the worst. I remember nothing about details. But okay, um, so I probably wouldn't be That's the a good fun one. one. No, but it's not if you're good at it. It's what oh. appeals to you most. Like okay, top yes. of your head, what would you want to do? Spy. I would want to be a spy, like alias. Okay. First yeah. of all, just shout out to whoever created this quiz right away because these are great choices. Yeah, yeah. We've never had like detective, world right. leader, <laughs> spy. It's like we're running the world. We're not, you yeah, know, yeah. A te- like teacher, actor. Those are the normal yeah. ones. This person went in, um, surf shop owner, very specific. I'm going to say a music producer. Yeah. You'd be good for that. Thank you. Okay. Okay. I'll help you with these descriptions too, Charity, because there's a lot here. So, okay. The next question is what's your ideal bedroom vibe? And Queendom, they're all pictures. And you know how awful I am at these. So, (laughs) (laughs) the first one is it's a white wall, a white table with a cactus and a wicker chair. It's like Bohemian, like white, um, a lot of creams, neutrals, and a cactus. And the next one is a little more gothic, I would say. Yeah, gothic, chandelier, dark walls. Dark wood, yeah. Next, we have a very bright, colorful room. Yeah, pastels. Pretty pillows, pastel, yeah. Girly. Yeah. Uh, Then there's a black and white, more modern looking room, very contemporary. Mm -hmm. Then we have a very uh, just white room. Like coastal and- chic. It looks like okay. anchor. Like Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say coastal chic, very white with some anchor details. Yeah. Um, then we have, it's more, I would, rustic. Would that be what we would say? No. No? <laughs> no, it's hippie. It's the opposite. See, guys, um, this is why I suck at this. This is why I was like, I'll help you, Charity. <laughs> She's like, and then there's a white table. I'm like, no, it's. Let's just like say the aesthetic. <laughs> I don't know the aesthetic. That's why I'm here. She's like, is this rustic? I'm like, no, that's hippie. It's hippie. The next one's hippie. Um, uh, neon the, sign. Yeah. It's a dark room with like a pink neon sign. Yeah. The next one's just like, oh, there's a velvet couch. There's um, music equipment. And remember, this is your bedroom. What vibe you like to bring to your bedroom? Yeah. Um, um, then we have, I feel like again, more modern and contemporary, um, whimsical. I don't know. <laughs> no, this is a weird one. There's like yeah. great couches, but then there's also like silver bead, um, yeah. stuff hanging down. There's some balloons. balloons. This yeah. is like a party room, party vibe, yeah. but there's also a plant. Yeah. Uh, would this be country chic, Emily, with the plaid, mm. the pink plaid? And I would just say girly, girly Young okay. and girly. It's yeah. pink, pink checkered, a heart pillow, um, clean, 
clean girly. Yeah, clean girly. Uh, Next, I feel this is more masculine, almost like a hotel, like a very like Mm. contemporary hotel looking room. Definitely. I got that one right. Yay. Um, Yeah. And and then lastly, I'd say like a gamer room. There's. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. uh, Big monitor, sound system, desk. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot here. This is a hard one. You're going to have to look at the pictures yourself because they're very specific uh, and there's a lot of options. Good job with that one, though, Charity. That was a lot. That was tough. Okay, I've got to decide which one I'm picking here. Um, Really, none of them are totally my vibe or aesthetic. But um, if I had to go with one, I'm actually going to go with the one that looks like a hotel room. Yeah, I like that one too. That's what I'm picking. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's more masculine, but it's clean. Yeah. A little bit like dark. There's some yeah. sexy vibes to it. Ooh, um, yes, that's a good word. I don't no, want I love that. <laughs> I don't want like neon lights. I don't want anything no. too girly. No. Um, I don't want like a computer in my bedroom or anything like that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that was a, that's kind of a hard question. There's a lot for you to choose from listeners. Okay, moving on. It's choose an object. I'll describe these. They're pretty basic. A convertible, um, an alcoholic beverage, a suitcase with some sunglasses, some Nike tennis shoes, a dartboard, an apple, an iPhone, a paper plane, a crown, a tiara, Hmm. some blue jeans, a close-up of an orange flower or confetti? Hmm. I'm going to have to go with alcoholic beverage. <laughs> so many of these are so fun. I know. Like, the, this quiz is fun. Um, but the first one that caught my eye was the convertible. Okay. Which of these non-SNSD songs do you like the most? Bad Boy, Red Velvet, So What, Pink, Firework, Katy Perry, Step, Kara, Call Me Maybe, Carly Rae Jepsen, Bohemian Rhapsody, Queen, Very, 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 IOI, Work Bitch, Britney Spears, Touch My Body, Sistar, Unwritten by Natasha Bedenfield, Mr. Ambiguous, Mamamoo, Just Dance, Lady Gaga. <laughs> Okay, out of all of these, if I'm being honest, you better work, bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love that song. Like, it's so it good. Just, it's just some life advice. You want a hot body? <laughs> you want a Maserati? Want a Maserati? <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want this, you better work, bitch. So Brittany was just giving uh, us great life advice. Um, what's yours? She was. I mean, I for the sake of being different, I love that. But I also love Just Dance, so I'll pick Just Dance. Okay. What do you look for in a partner? doesn't get in your way shout out to whoever wrote this quiz that's like the best best yeah Yeah, that's what i look for don't get in my way um (laughs) great great answer uh makes your heart flutter kind and caring knows how to have a good time fun loving and outgoing loyal and unwavering shared goals and values Relies and depends on you. Playful and teases you. Confident and special. Cool and good looking. Or obedient and docile. I'm going to go for kind and caring. There's a lot on here. Like this person really gets the spectrum of like human behavior. Um, You might like this. You might like this. 
or you might just want someone that doesn't get in your way. Um, (laughs) As much as I love that answer, that's not my number one thing. That's like number two. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say (laughs) fun, loving, and outgoing. Okay. How do you spend your time? Thinking about how others have wronged me in the past. (laughs) Being the center of attention. Thinking about my crush. Making others bend to my will. (laughs) Digging up dirt on others. Wow. Giving confidence to others. Trying to impress my crush. Volunteering my time for others. Well, we took a turn. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoying everything life has to offer. Being the life of the party. Dreaming about my future. Or showing off my crush. There's a lot of fun stuff on this one. Clearly somebody rocked this person. I think it was someone they dated who got in their way. And now they have to dick up dirt on them and do all this stuff. Just spending all their time thinking about it. This is working at a whole story with these quiz questions. Yeah. Um, This is a hard one, though, because it's not like I spend my time doing a lot of this. I know. Yeah. Uh, Oh, geez. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say giving confidence to others. I like to lift other people up. Um. You're so good at that, too. Thank you. I'm going to say enjoying everything life has to offer, because who doesn't want to do that? Look at us both being positive. Right? Positive Polly. I would have died if you were, like, <laughs> digging up dirt on other people. <laughs> I love it. Hey, no shade. Queen Dub, if that's yeah, what you spend your yeah. time doing, it's, it's all it. good. No judgment. Uh, okay. Which word describes you best? Pleasure seeker vindicator there we go again Mm -hmm. uh caretaker overachiever lover entertainer dreamer avenger charmer commander influencer or advisor oh man i'm gonna have to say um I, I'm wavering between caretaker and avenger because I feel like I definitely have that side to me too, <laughs> especially if you wrong someone that I love. Yeah. <laughs> right. Here it comes. Positive for a second. The real charity is coming out, everyone. But it's only for the people that I'm like, you know, under my wing, you know, my close knit. Then you I'm gotta like, pick if, avenger. You got to yeah, pick avenger. I guess but, I'm going to yeah. pick avenger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, huh. I'm probably going to go with entertainer. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. <laughs> I like mine. What did you okay. get? Hey, I got Hoot. Trouble, 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 you are Hoot. The sassy track that showcased SNSD as beautiful, most inspired spies. Ooh, you have a mysterious side, but you're also a straight shooter who's not afraid to go after exactly what you want. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, what'd you get? I got Genie. DJ, put it back on. You are Genie, the dance track well-known for its memorable choreography and stylish military-inspired outfits. The people in your life are lucky to have you around because you help make their wishes and dreams come true. Oh, Mm. Look at me just being a little magic genie. I know. That video is badass, so I'm excited for that one. Um, That quiz was really fun. Sorry if we took too long on it, but that was like... Yeah, it was fun. That was a fun one. So shout out to... The community contributor on BuzzFeed who made that quiz, thank you for doing that. That was really fun. If you'd like to take the quiz and let us know your results, head on over to Twitter. We will be posting it there. Um, That was a fun one. Yeah. Awesome. 
congratulations again to girls generation way to represent you killed it from the veterans the professional classy confident women to a young group that just debuted we've got the spectrum here charity it's time to talk about new jeans Mm-hmm. This group debuted under Adore, which is a new label, a subsi- subsidiary of Hybe. Um, Min Heejin is the CEO. She's the one that's in charge of all of this. She has a history with other groups, specifically SM. I'm sure we're going to talk about that. It's called First EP New Jeans. Um, let's talk about attention first, because that's what they just dropped out of nowhere. And then we'll get into Cookie. What did you think of attention? Um, you know, I like the sound of this. It's very Western. They're, Mm -hmm. they're clearly marketing Western and it's paying off. I totally get what they're doing here. This is a nineties girl group sound. Uh, the chorus is great. The really memorable harmonies, nice sound. I love that chorus. I love it. I will say the rap and like the lower parts, um, specifically in the verses don't work as well. I get what they're Mm -hmm. going for. I didn't think those worked as well. But I really liked the chorus. I thought this chorus was memorable and different. It stands out. Um, what do you think of the song? Yeah, the 90s sound. Uh, I thought the chorus was catchy with the A-T-T-E-N-T ion. I thought that was really cool. That got stuck in my head, that part. Mm. Um, I I don't know. I don't understand how they had so many pre-orders based on, <laughs> on this. Not I'm not trying to be shady. I just am like... I think a lot of people are hype stands, not yep. necessarily of the group. Yep. And I think we need to start separating. Well, that's the same thing happened with the Seraphim. Yeah, yeah. How did they break records and do everything? Yeah. And, you know, we can go down a different route where we talk about the streaming numbers don't match up for specific groups that sell a mm-hmm. million albums these days. Mm-hmm. But their streaming numbers are incredibly low. What that tells me is people aren't listening. So who's buying yeah. all of those albums? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's pretty easy for people outside of fans to buy albums, mm-hmm. to pad numbers. Yeah. Not yeah. saying anything, but there's some weird stuff in the industry uh, the past year or so that I've been like, that doesn't make sense. So what's going on here? Um, yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think in this case, you're right. I think it's Hybe stands. Just yeah. everything yeah. that Hybe puts out, they want to support. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. What about the video? What do you think of that video? Um, I actually did. I like the video. Um, well, I like the first part of the video, I should say. I like when the girls are going to a concert and one of them meets a boy, but I like the scene, like they're going to the bathroom, putting their makeup on and they're dancing. And then the one girl sees the guy across the room. Um, I thought that was cute. Then it kind of goes into them all in different social media and on their phones and dancing in football mm-hmm. field. And I was like, okay, I wish they'd stayed more with the first scene. That was fine. What'd you think? It was a little bit confusing because yeah. the first scene, I, I don't get why it was there. They like I put a skit yeah. in. I get what you're saying. Like it was cool to watch them go to the concert and like go to the bathroom. There was some stuff that was very relatable in yeah. being a young girl going out with your mm-hmm. friends. I think they captured the essence of that really well, but it went nowhere. And then, then all yeah. of a sudden they're just into something else. I don't think we needed it, but I get it. It's a young girl has a crush, you know, it's the excitement. I, I totally get that. The rest of the video, it's teenage girls. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a young, innocent vibe without like the traditional schoolgirl uniforms or maybe mm-hmm. like bright neon colors. I think that they really, the tone of it, the color, the color grading, the choreography, it felt young. Um, 
but maybe more relatable. There was something in the yeah. visuals that felt like, yeah, this is what it's like being a teenage girl. Teenage girl right now. Yes. So I feel yeah. like that really, like they captured it really well. Mm-hmm. So I, I did think that like, and they're very pretty. These five girls yeah. are all very pretty. There's an innocent look about them. Uh, they range in age from 14 to 18. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is young. These are high school girls. You know, this would be a freshman. There's a freshman and some juniors and seniors in this group. Yeah. These are high school yeah. girls. And I thought the video captured that vibe. I actually didn't mind the video, but I thought the storyline was weird because yeah. you saw it at the beginning. And then at the end, she like sees that guy on the beach. Like, it was, right. I didn't understand, but okay. Yeah. The middle, <laughs> yeah. Like, like we didn't need that. Just do yeah. the normal music video. But if this was like the single, the release, I, I totally get why people are behind New Jeans. And I, I like the song and I thought the music video worked. But then let's <laughs> talk about Cookie because they dropped their first EP. It's four songs. So Attention was kind of like this surprise debut mm-hmm. song. And then the official like single drop was Cookie the day that the album dropped. <sighs> okay. okay. Go for it, Charity. Go. So, okay, if this group was in their 20s and this was like their debut, I would have no problem with this song. It's very tongue-in-cheek with the lyrics. However, however, they are minors. Half, like more than half the group are minors. And cookie is a euphemism for something else. Feel free to Google it. It's completely inappropriate for a 14-year-old to sing these lyrics, a 16-year-old. Heck, almost even an 18-year-old. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. It is completely Mm -hmm. inappropriate. It is careless. It just – I'm surprised that as a woman CEO, this is what you're putting out. Are you kidding me? Talk about contributing to the problem. Talk about exploiting She has a history of that. Clearly. This is this woman's MO. It's disgusting. Like, the guys had to be covered up in – when they go swimming in a pool who are like 30 year olds, but you want to have a 14 year old sing about cookie. Get out of here. I'm sorry. I cannot. I completely inappropriate. It made me so disgusted. Like it turned my stomach. No, I completely, I agree. And like, we were upset with like Lace Seraphine because they're also on high, but let's get yeah. this clear where, where the hypocrisy is, is they make the guys uber innocent. They're not, yeah. you know, look at BTS, look 30 at- 30 year olds though, not even young boys, look 30 at year olds. T by T, like the ones that are of age still can't go in the pool. They can't show any skin. Their songs aren't sexually suggestive. But these young girl groups, you know, like Les Seraphim, their album actually wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Their that debut video. wasn't bad, but the video, you've got a 15 year old humping the floor. Yeah. A 15-year-old girl. Completely inappropriate. And I think that ruined their debut. Yeah. Now, take two. Let's put out another group. They're even younger. They have a specific young, innocent vibe that this woman curated because she shared her mood board. And her mm-hmm. mood board was pictures of Brooke Shields, Calvin Klein now when she was 15 mm. years old. Mm-hmm. Her mood board was things that were very inappropriate. Um, Google it. Go on Twitter. You guys can all find it. That made my stomach churn more. This isn't an innocent mistake. This woman yeah. knows exactly what she's doing. Um, the song lyrics are disgusting. I, yeah. I would feel awkward singing this. It's just like a right? just like a explicit rap song, to be honest. That's what the yeah. lyrics are like. Looking at my cookie, the scent alone will make you see. You can't stop with one bite of me. If you want it, you can get it. Let me hear you say you want it more, boy. 
take it, don't break it. I want to see you taste it. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. That is too graphic. That's disgusting. Yeah. This isn't just like a little tongue in cheek. This yeah. is really yeah. spelling it out. And it's just like, I, I just, you don't have to do that. They don't, mm-hmm. need, they didn't need to do this. Attention no. was great. You didn't need this. You could have taken this out and it yes. would have been a way better debut. Yes. Again, they ruined the debut of a good group mm-hmm. by putting us this really, really inappropriate song. Now, the woman that's the CEO, she worked for SM previously. And she's the one that did Ice Cream with Red Velvet, which is also very sexually suggestive. Mm-hmm. And they weren't all of age. Yuri was young. She didn't even understand what the song was about when it came out. She said that. Like... This has been her MO. So what does Hybe do? They hire her away from SM. Shocker. Yeah. What a shocker. I I just hate that they did this because I thought that Mm -hmm. attention was great and it would have been a really cool debut. And now all I think about this group is those disgusting lyrics and that gross song. It really soured me big time. It was hard to like look at everything with a normal lens, to be honest. Same. And that's honestly what happened with me with La Seraphime. And the mm-hmm. funny thing is, I just got done watching Hybe um, Game Caters, which is amazing. Maybe we'll talk about it because I'm obsessed with it. It was such a good reality show. And the girls from that group were lovely. I watched and I thought, oh, these five girls are great. I'm rooting for them. What a shame that they ha- their debut, in my eyes, was kind of muddied by some inappropriate choreography. You had the whole bullying scandal. They're dropping the ball with their girl groups. But yeah. the numbers are, I mean, New Jeans, most successful girl group debut. And I mean, the records are insane. So sex sells, controversy sells. And that's, I guess, the business model of Hybe moving forward with girls. Let's exploit young girls. Yeah. Not the guys. Girls, we're going to exploit them. I don't see longevity in this, though. I mean, I don't know. There's, There's a lot of... Um, this has been going on since the beginning of time in the entertainment industry, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They sexualized young girls from the beginning of time. Old movie studios were disgusting. Yeah. Think about when I was coming up, it was Britney and Christina. Yeah. They were teenagers singing super sexually suggestive lyrics. Britney, the hit me baby one more time, school, sexy school girl. I mean, that was, this but is nothing think about new. the time that we're in though, like the Me Too stuff, you would just think that, people would be a little more conscious of maybe maybe we shouldn't do this. I, I, w- I would think so. The issue is like they're underage. Like yeah. anyone can put out, some, uh, like I said, explicit rap song. Okay, maybe certain people might not like it. It might be too much for somebody, but that's mm-hmm. a grown person. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, who cares? At When they're underage, I – it's disgusting. I just don't yeah. think it's needed. There's so many songs. They should have done Sneakers by Itzy. Like, yes. <laughs> there's a lot of yeah. songs. I think about the amazing yeah. K-pop debuts with young groups. I will always go back to ASAP by Stacey. I thought that was yeah. brilliant and I loved it. There's a lot you can do that's not saying eat my cookie. Like, yeah. this was very um, deliberate. For sure. Yeah. And it's a shame. These girls are being exploited and it's gross i you know the Mm. just for reference these girls are trainees for a long time before they debut this 14 year old didn't become a trainee yesterday and she mentioned that when covid happened she was in elementary school 
Wow. COVID started because she would have been 11 or 12. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It just rubs me the Mm. wrong way. Again, they're doing a disservice to them because this is what Mm -hmm. we're talking about on their debut. And we should be talking about who our biases are and the best voice in the group. And all of that got overshadowed. Yeah. Uh, Which is a shame. I think it's a shame. Just like everything else. If you're 18 and you want to do that, fine. But underage, let's like just try to keep it. And you can Mm -hmm. even do suggestive things. This is like beyond suggestive. Yeah. This isn't kind of tongue in cheek. This isn't like genie in a bottle. No, no, no. This is Mm -hmm. next level E cringe. Mm. Cringe, yeah. And I didn't really love the music video. It was so boring. Um, Yeah. The song actually, I think the pre-chorus vocals sound the best. Like that's my favorite melody in the song. Mm-hmm. That's what works. I thought the cookie part sounded flat. Yeah. It, on top of everything else, like, ooh, <laughs> that's a weird note to have as the main part of your chorus. So it's just, it's a miss for sure. Uh, what about the other two songs, Hurt or Hype Boy? Did you like any of those? I thought Hurt was a good song. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to be the one to get hurt. That mid-tempo R&B inspired ballad about mm-hmm. protecting your heart. That's age appropriate, also relatable yeah. for everyone. And mm-hmm. I thought that vocally they sounded good. I liked that. Yeah, yeah, I, li- I did you? too. Yeah, I really liked Hurt. Yeah, that was probably my favorite song. Once I could get past the others, I actually really liked Hurt. I like Hurt and I like Attention. Those two mm-hmm. were my favorites. I think they're yeah. good songs. Um, there's a lot of good stuff with this group. But it's it's a shame that in my mind, that's going to overshadow it for a while. It's, it's hard to mm-hmm. separate that. Um, yeah. Yeah. A really stupid move. Mm. Uh, yeah. In 2022, let's stop exploiting yeah. <laughs> under 18 girls um, and over-sexualizing yeah. them. You've got your whole life to be mm-hmm. over-sexualized. There's no need to do it for teenage girls to sing a song like that or act that way. And maybe women should start protecting other women. There's a thought. Think. Yeah. There's a thought. So, hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we could talk about it all night. We, I think we've made our stance pretty clear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm interested to see what they do next. I hope that the tone goes more like the attention mm-hmm. way and less the cookie way. We'll yeah. see what, what comes out next because I think they do have some really nice voices and they have a cool sound, so... We'll see what's next. Do we want to play a clip? Yeah, sure. I mean, well, we talked about it enough. They should hear a clip of Cookie. Okay. Well, here we go. Uh, this is Cookie from New Jeans. If you want it, you can get it. If you want it, boy. have no words i think i said them all yeah same so, we can dissect yeah. we, we talked about the song enough um yeah, yeah. we're not hating on new jeans these are young women following their dreams and trying their best unfortunately leadership steered them in a direction that we would not mm-hmm. have done uh no 
at all. Um, ugh, just icky taste. I have an icky taste in my mouth from talking about it. I think I think we should just move on. Yes, please. Let's move on. <laughs> Don't make the uh, Avenger side come out of me. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's getting ready. It's just yeah. <laughs> if if there's something that makes me seethe more than anything, it's um you know girls have a, a tough enough time. Yeah, when yeah. a woman is doing this, oof. Yeah, you're on my list. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. not a not my favorite thing. Mm. Yeah. Let's move on to okay. BTS. BTS's vocal line did a song with Benny Blanco. If you don't know Benny Blanco, he's a producer. Um, so there are a lot of songs that will say they're by Benny Blanco, and he doesn't sing very like a DJ, right? Like a mm-hmm. Diplo song. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Aoki. Yeah, exactly. So Benny Blanco is that type of dude. He writes great songs, though. A few of his songs. He did East Side with Khalid and, and mm. Halsey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lonely, Justin Bieber, like my favorite mm. Justin Bieber song. Yeah. He writes great songs. So he's also a massive BTS fan. And mm-hmm. he's one of the few Western artists I feel like isn't using them for clout after listening to his interviews and really following him on social media. He loves BTS. So he he wrote this song for them. It's called Bad Decisions, and it's the vocal line, the four members of the vocal line. And then Snoop Dogg is also featured. What did you think of this song? So I love everything about this song, except I think there is one bad decision, pun intended, <laughs> um, was to not have the rap line. I'll get into that in a second, but I loved it. I love the intro. Um, when JK starts off, he mm. sounds insanely good. Then Jimin comes in with his unique tone, and it's such a hit. Like, I've listened to it a lot. Now, to the part that I feel was the quote-unquote bad decision, I don't think we needed Snoop Dogg. I'm sorry. Mm. Like, I didn't like the vocal effects. I loved Snoop Dogg growing up. He's not current. I I just think it does a disservice. I think having the rap line do that part would have been 20 million times better. This song would have been such a hit with them on it. Um. Yeah, I. Uh, that's my only thing. I just I love you, Snoop, but I don't think you should been on this song. What do you think? Completely agree. Take Snoop out, and I actually yeah. wouldn't put the rap line in. I think this no? is a vocal song. I think this is mm-hmm. a summer song. I don't think it needs rap. Just like every K-pop song doesn't need rap, and it sounds weird sometimes where they like force a couple of lines in for the rapper. I don't think you need a rap in this. I think it took away from the song, and the song was so great. And then it kind yeah. of zapped the energy with da, 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 da. Mm, Snoop Dogg's mm. part was a little bit disappointing. I like the song though. I think it's a yeah. summer song. Like you mentioned, John Cook sounds so good and so cool in that opening verse. Oh my God, does he kick things off? It's like perfection. Mm-hmm. Jimin really suits this vibe. Yes. And you know who surprised me? Jin. Jin yeah. really surprised me. Jin sounded great on this track. Shout out to Jin. Yeah. He killed Bad Decisions. I felt like Tay didn't get a chance to shine as much based on the yeah. tone of the song, mm-hmm. but he does a great job at his part. So all four of them did a wonderful, wonderful job. I love the beat. Yeah. Um, I would just take Snoop out. I, I just thought, yeah, it didn't add anything. I guess it's just no. like... A lot of deals are being made behind the scenes, and that's a big paycheck for him being on a song with BTS. But yeah. I we don't need a feature. And also, you know, <laughs> he's done K-pop features with Monster X already. So yeah. it's yeah. yet again something that Monster X already did. So that doesn't do a service to BTS. Yeah. And they just didn't need it. I thought the song was great. Let's just do it with a vocal line. It's a cool song. Uh 
What about this music video? Let's talk about this music video. Talk about it. relatable. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was a smart way. A lot of times with songs like these, they don't have BTS there to do the music video. Um, yeah. You know, Monsta X had a a song with a DJ come out a few weeks ago. And the music video, you know, they weren't in it. A lot of times that happens. So BTS wasn't in the video. Benny Blanco, I thought this was really smart. I love mm-hmm. the idea. It's him waking up on the day <laughs> of a BTS concert. So freaking excited. He's dancing in his room with his army bomb. There's posters everywhere. There's pictures of them everywhere. He's making a poster. He's making a cake to share with army <laughs> at the concert. And then yeah. he has like... His piece de resistance is a, the outfit Jimin wore in the Dynamite video. He's got the outfit like <laughs> hanging in, um, in this like display case. And he's so excited. He's frustrated waiting in traffic to get to the concert. I thought that it was such a fun, smart concept. The only note I would give is we didn't need the skit at the end to go so long. Like we get it. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. It, it wasn't that funny. You could have cut that. Just make it five seconds of the guy saying the concert's tomorrow and end it. That yeah, I thought the same thing. It was I'm like, okay, we don't need to keep going. Like, yes, you just have to end you it. Hit the joke. You, exactly. you took it too far. You took it too long. Now exactly. You lost us. Exactly. <laughs> now I'm bored. Now this is kind of yeah. cringe. Uh, yeah. But otherwise, I thought it was really fun. It sounds like we're on the same page. Yeah, cute. I mean, I feel like we all can relate. I can imagine you're so excited. You're like, oh wait, the concert's tomorrow. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was fun. It was cute. It yeah. was cute. It was a good way to do it without them being in it, but still have them represented strongly. Yeah. So yeah, I think he did a good job with it. And it's a good song. Um, I just genuinely think the Snoop verse is so cheesy. Yeah. It would have been. It's like what cringe. It's yeah. so cringe. Like it's it's <laughs> not it's not it. So yeah. that's unfortunate because I think otherwise it'd be like Song of the Summer. It's a cool song. Yeah. Yeah. It's still a fun song though. Why don't we play, a, play clip? a clip? Yeah, yes. let's do yeah. a palate cleanse from, yes. <laughs> from yes. that new jeans discussion. Uh, time to get in a good mood again. This is Bad Decisions. Benny Blanco, BTS, Snoop Dogg. Let's make some bad decisions. I want you such a good palate cleanse so catchy so fun yeah it's really good it's really good and like it shows that they can translate really well into Mm -hmm. any into this kind of pop fun I mean it's not surprising butter dynamite we get it but I I liked this beat I liked this feel I thought Jungkook again really stood out he killed it Mm -hmm. it'd be cool if his solo stuff has some of this vibe I'm I'm so interested in what Jungkook's gonna do Um, I know but I would say this is by far better than that song with Charlie Puth. Oh, yeah. That song's on the radio all the time, though. My goodness. Yeah. Charlie, all Charlie Puth songs are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like that song very much. Yeah. Not my vibe. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on to okay. Stray Kids. Yay. Stray Kids, Two Kids Room. It, it's done. 
Stray Kids 2 Kids Room has ended uh, this season of it. We've been talking about it for months. This will be the last time we talk about it. The final show, it was Felix and Lino. What stood out to you about this episode? First off, I love them. And I love how comfortable they seem with one another. They both love to watch anime. They both love to cook. But what I loved that, again, your man, always so insightful. Always. Um, Hyunjin said that Lino is a lot more careful around Felix because he knows that Felix can't handle his harder jokes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, first off, Lino, what a sweet, like such a sweetheart where he can come across like really, you know, sassy and and a little more, um, I feel like he can be harder on some of the other members, but Hyunjin always so insightful when he when he watches the interactions between them. So whenever he talks in these shows, I'm like, what is he going to say? Because he's going to give me something. Yeah, no, I agree. He's like, he's so smart. Yeah, he gets it. I I agree. I feel like, I mean, if you want to talk about total package, Hyunjin, <laughs> what does he not get at? He's smart. He's beautiful. He's a great painter. He's a wonderful mm-hmm. dancer. He's a perfect performer. His dress is cool. He's ridiculously handsome. I mean, there's really. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Hyunjin. He is perfection. Um, so I'm just glad that Charity mentioned him first because it's <laughs> it's hard for me when talking about stray kids not to be like, and then Hyunjin said this. And when Hyunjin <laughs> did this, it's like, okay, Emily, chill out. But really, he's so insightful. So I really pay attention when he talks in these shows. I agree. I agree. I think it's really come out in two kids' room. When he's mm-hmm. not in the room and, and he's talking about stuff, yeah. He gets it. He understands people. There's an empathy with him. Um, and he's just a really great observer of human behavior. So, mm-hmm. yes. I liked it when they talked about how they're like two cats. And Felix is the super <laughs> yeah. sweet one. And Lena's like the fierce one. Obviously. And the thing that really stands out to me in all of these two kids' room episodes is about your man, about Lino. Yeah. He's more caring than I think people perceive him to be. Or maybe mm-hmm. he wants people to perceive him to be. He's yeah. one of those people with a colder kind of hard exterior, good intentions, and is really reliable behind the scenes. He's there for other people. He's maybe not as vocal about it and not as obvious about it, but I think he's probably one of the most like stable and caring members in the group. And it's nice to kind of see a little bit of that and hear about that. That's why I love him. Yeah. He's, he's very likable. And the more and more you <laughs> see of him, the more it's like, oh, Lino. Right? Yeah, Lino's very likable. They, these two have an interesting relationship. Um, but I thought it felt like a real genuine kind of friendship. And then Lena, and then Felix was like, it's not even like a friendship. You're like my nice older brother. I was like, oh. <laughs> so cute. So cute. Felix is so cute. He's like the cutest kid. You just want to hug him. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. It's the end of Two Kids Room. It, it's been a journey for us. Right? <laughs> yeah, just we're in that room with Seven those months. kids. <laughs> it feels like it. <laughs> yeah. We start, started the show two years ago. Um, <laughs> now it's been fun. That's a great series. And I would highly recommend Two Kids Room to anyone getting into Stray Kids. They've done a couple seasons of it. It's just a wonderful way to get to know their personalities and their relationships with each other. Um, yeah. I learned a lot. You know, we're hardcore stays, and I learned a lot this season. So. I mean, I switched biases because of it. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. A big, yeah. big move. I don't see you ever going back. Yeah, I, I know. No. I love Lino. I really do. And that concert just really solidified it. Yeah. 
But I will say we've got to give a huge shout out to your ex bias, uh, Changbin. Changbin, yes. one of the best rappers in K pop. Happy birthday. <laughs> his birthday, happy birthday. is uh, August 11th. So his birthday was this week. We want to give him a happy birthday shout out. Leo King. That all makes sense yes, if you know he's it a does. Leo. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, okay, let's move on to SKZ Code. Jeju Island. We're going to talk about episode three. As we mentioned before, we're always a little bit behind because the new episodes come out on Wednesday. We record on Wednesday. So we're like a week behind, but we have to talk about it. Uh, the episode we're talking about tonight, they finished the, they did a swimming race. They kind of finished up the pool activities. Why would you think? Chan's a really good swimmer. We knew that from previous stuff, yeah. but Chan's a great swimmer. I thought like Sugman and Lino were so awkward in the car. Oh my God. Yeah. Those two are so <laughs> awkward. And it's just like they're, I mean, we talked about it during their, um, our recap mm-hmm. of their two kids room. Neither one of them is that person that's like, well, this is awkward. So I'll make small talk. They'll both just no. sit there in the awkwardness. And they go well. Yes. We're awkward. <laughs> but I loved that Sugman um, bought groceries specifically for each member. I thought that was very yeah. cute. These two had to go to the grocery store to do the shopping for the trip. And it was cute. He was walking around mumbling like, got to get some blueberries for Hyunjin. He likes blueberries. Yeah. <laughs> he was getting like specific stuff that he remembered each yeah. member liked. Very thoughtful. Um, it's a cute episode. There's some singing at dinner. Han and Hanjin were like dancing while cooking the meat. It was funny. That was cute. It was very cute. Yeah. I like that they don't know their skazoo names. <laughs> Those are their characters. I love that they didn't know their names. Because to be honest, I only know um like no, I know Hyunjin's. Yeah. But I couldn't off the top of my head name all of them. Because I don't know how to pronounce them either. I know what it looks like, but I have no clue how to say some of these. Uh, so the funny. characters I know are are BTS's characters. Anyone else's characters I can't, I can't keep track of. I for sure know BTS's. I love those characters. Yeah. BT21 yeah. are the best. Yeah. Um, Any other group, I'm like, I have no idea. I, I know, like, I know these ones, but I don't know how to pronounce some of the names. And yeah. then, but like, the one I know for sure, like, I know Chan's, his is really obvious because it's like a wolf. And then uh, Hyunjin's, his like a little ferret with its mouth like smirking. <laughs> That's cute. That's uh, cute. So I liked that. I liked it when they took turns singing and Han and Ayan were really funny and like putting on a show. Yes. I thought they oh, were hilarious. Um, and, you know, I'm gonna talk about Hyunjin again for a second. The shout out to Hyunjin's fashion. You know, I wasn't crazy about that opening look, the cutoff um, jean jacket, supermodel look. It was a little much for vacation. But he looked so cute in this episode. He's wearing a baseball hat. So Mm -hmm. somebody's listening. He looked so cute. And I was just like, oh, yes. So there's my thoughts on that episode. What were yours? The awkwardness between Lino and and Sungmin. I was like, oh. Wow, we really are just gonna okay, I guess we're just gonna be awkward. I thought maybe we would cut to something, but no. Yeah. And then I, I love that they call out in the subtitles, they call out the awkwardness. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Their their editor is so funny. It's hilarious. It's so funny. Um, the barbecue outside when they're cooking and singing karaoke. Whenever I watch this, it always makes me so hungry. For some reason, like if I can watch a cooking show, it doesn't make me hungry. But on these K-pop reality shows, it just seems so inviting and fun. I'm like, I want to go eat with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me hungry. Um, yeah. I, I love that. I love just watching them hang out. Yeah. No, I agree. It's like, it's just fun. They're just so yeah. lovable and likable and they've got different personalities. All of their reality show content's amazing. So mm-hmm. 
is a fun one. Next week's episode is going to be a fun one. We will be here to talk about it. That'll be the last one. I think this is only mm-hmm. four parts. So hopefully we'll get an emotional like final dinner. <laughs> yeah. I loved when BTS used to like read letters to each other. Oh my God. I, oh, live, yeah, I live for that. I live for it. Yeah. Ugh, so hopefully we'll get something along those lines because we love like vacation reality shows with funny oh, stuff and then yeah. some heart. So I'm sure straight kids are giving it to us. Um, these episodes are really easy to watch too. They come up on V live and YouTube. They're free. They're subtitled. So watch along with us. Let's move on before we get to the news. I want to give a massive shout out to J hope and T by T for Lollapalooza. We mm, mentioned yeah. it in the last episode, T by T killed their set. Uh, we recorded that episode on Sunday. We hadn't seen J-Hope's. Charity, J-Hope blew me away. He was insane. I was so proud of him. Like, wow. It. Not that I'm surprised, you know, because he's such a great performer, but imagine the pressure. Like, you yes. have to do a solo stage for the first time at Lollapalooza. He yes. Did it. I was so proud of him. Superstar. Superstar. Yeah. Like. He has the it. I, completely he is a superstar when he popped up from that box it it was done it was done though you knew by the look in his eyes this is going to be historic and it was i thought he was phenomenal Mm -hmm. i love this new persona i loved it when he said you know me as j-hope from bts but you can call me jay yeah. I'm so here for this. I loved, I preferred the first half of his set when he did the mm-hmm. newer stuff. That's more my tone and my vibe. And I thought he killed Same. it. Um, but Becky G did a great job. She was yeah, really was cute, cute when she came out. Like the whole thing was great. And it was great to see Jimin supporting. They said yeah. that like, um, J-Hope said if he would have known, he would have had Jimin come out for the Dynamite remix. But Jimin was like, no, I wouldn't have known the choreography anyway. Like I just wanted to watch. Because uh, Jimin's kind of drunk. Because <laughs> uh, Jimin surprised J Hope at Lollapalooza. That wasn't he didn't like plan on coming. He surprised him. J Hope was so stressed sweet. and nervous, and Jimin surprised him. Very cute. So just shout out to J Hope. We both we were texting each other like going nuts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was an amazing set. So uh, he set the bar so high <laughs> for the yeah. solo releases for BTS. Ooh. I'd be yeah. a little concerned if I was the other six. I would too. Because how do you, how, you, how do you compare to that? He came out and burned it down. Literally, mm-hmm. he burned down his old persona. Yeah, he was honest and vulnerable, and he smashed it. And like then he puts on this performance at Lollapalooza, and he is such a commanding superstar on stage. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous. I'm nervous for those guys. I'm excited, yeah. but I don't want to be. I don't want to be up next after what J Hope nope. did. Nope. Let's move on to some K-pop news. We finally have an answer on Monsta X's contract negotiations. We mentioned a long time ago, Starship released that three had signed, three hadn't. So we were still waiting on Juhani, I Am, and Minyuk to sign, renego- you know, re-sign with Starship. Um, Shonu, Hyungwon, and Kian had already signed. The announcement came out this week. Juhani signed and Minyuk signed, but I Am has decided to leave Starship Entertainment. He's going to go a different direction. What this means, and they were very specific with it, I am still a part of Monsta X. He will still participate with Monsta X. So it's like a lot of other older groups where, like Girls' Generation, three of them aren't signed with SM anymore, but they still do Girls' Generation. It's going to be the same thing. I mean, 
I think it makes sense for I am where he is right now. Like he's going to be putting out more solo stuff because Mm -hmm. the group has to enlist. Three of those guys are going to have to go at the end of this year, I believe. So it's going to just be you, honey. And I am, and I understand it. I hope that monster X can continue, but this just felt like the reality of them Mm-hmm. getting older and now going in separate directions it's it's yeah. here once military enlistment starts we get there you know we've only had show news so the group has been able to continue and they've put out i think some of their best stuff the past year but when three more go in we're gonna be Ugh. that's tough yeah Ugh. love you monstax okay mm-hmm. black pink Blackpink's new single will be titled pink venom it's dropping mm-hmm. august 19th I'm so excited for this. I love the images they put out today. I love the vibe of this already. It's it's time for this Blackpink comeback. Two years. It's time. <laughs> uh, they're also kicking off their largest tour ever. Um, I believe it's going to be the biggest tour for a K-pop girl group ever. It kicks off in October. As of now, there's 36 dates, and this is a world tour. This is more than just a few North America dates and a few in Europe. They're going all over the globe. It's going to be a fun time for Blinks. So looking forward to that. NCT 127, comeback is planned in September. It sounds like they're going to do tour stops in New York and L.A., but nothing else was mentioned, and there was no other. It's a bizarre announcement. We've been waiting way too long. I don't know. On their announcement. tickets a while ago, and sadly, they got canceled. Like, it's been a long time for NCT 127. They need to tour. They need to have this comeback. Artists make money from touring, so Mm -hmm. come on, NCT 127. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, I feel like SM has this thing where they promote the young groups and, like, totally discard the older groups. And we saw it with, like, XO. They put all the money behind NCT 127. And they're promoting them so heavily. Now I feel like, I, I don't know, is it NCT Dream? Like they're really pushing them. I hope we still get a lot of NCT 127 content. I think it's weird that Red Velvet has been ignored. Like they're not touring. Yeah. Like these groups should be touring like every other K-pop group. It's weird. In any case, excited for that NCT 127 comeback. The Rose, they're going on a world tour. This is exciting. Uh, 34 dates with more dates to be announced. So huge tour for The Rose. I love I love The Rose. I'm really excited mm-hmm. about that one. Uh, shout out to ATs. I might not have felt like the comeback last week wasn't my favorite. Charity and I really dissected it. And we love some stuff. We didn't like some stuff. But they sold 50,000 copies here in the US and they debuted at number 3 on the Billboard 200. So massive debut for them, their biggest debut on the Billboard 200. That's really exciting. Um congratulations to ATs. Atony are showing out. Happy to see it. Excited for those guys. They're going back on tour too. They're no sleep, no rest. Right. Tour, tour, come back, come back. Tour. Exactly. Another club. Tour. Another club. bus. Club. <laughs> Fan sign. <laughs> yeah. Another city. Another Whoa. city. Uh, so congratulations, OTs. That's huge. And I know H and E are really excited. Stacy had to cancel their fan sign group activities this week because four out of five of the members tested positive for COVID. Oh goodness. Hopefully they get better soon. Um Hybe will debut eight new groups in total by the end of 2023. 
I believe that new jeans and La Seraphim are included in that. That still feels like a lot. It's a lot. How about let's let's nurture the talent we have, maybe? Yeah, it just feels a little bit like a factory at this point. Yes, and yes. I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Strike where the iron's hot, I guess. I'm not sure, yes. but that, that was officially announced. And then JYP said that they will soon stop selling physical albums. Listen to this. Fans will still receive photo cards, but everything else will be digital for the environment. I think that makes sense. It's probably really expensive to make because I don't think there's a ton of places that still make it that much. Like, I don't, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it's such a part of being a fan is collecting yeah. the albums. I love getting an album and looking through it and ha- and having it. Um, I think for fans, that's supremely disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, like you're not going to get a Stray Kids album. A download of pictures? What am I going to do with that? Look at it on my computer? I can look at it on my computer already. Yeah. Like the physical thing is important to people. Like physical books are important to people. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. There's a subset of people that really like the physical stuff. So yeah, I'm with you, fans. I don't love it. I get what they're saying. I understand it. But I'm like, eh. New run BTS episode, August 18th. Get ready. Ooh. It'll be interesting. I'm really interested just to see their dynamic. You know, the last mm-hmm. time we saw them, that Festa uh, dinner was really heavy. So I'm interested to see this run BTS episode because it was filmed after. Um, what the dynamic of the group is, how they're yeah, how they're vibing and how they're feeling. So looking forward to that. Don't worry, we'll talk about it. Uh, but it's time, Charity. Song of the week. We had some good stuff this week. What yeah. is your song of the week? My song of the week was easy this week. Uh, it's the song I listen to most. is Freedom by Girls' Generation. My song of the week. We're sticking with Girls' Generation. <laughs> Forever One. I'm absolutely obsessed with this nice. song. I love them yeah. so much. Forever One, like... Girls' Generation, this is one of my favorite comebacks of the year. I'm so obsessed with them. Thank you for representing for the ladies, the the over-the-hill, over-30 ladies. <laughs> the ancient, you know, those, those, those born in the 90s. Ugh, the worst. Oh, man. I'm telling you, when I saw that TikToker say that, for oh. old people, the ones born in the 1900s, what? Oh, yeah. How dare you? Um, your tongue. Respect your elders. Seriously. But honestly, like, <laughs> it's so important to, like, oh. show that people can still do this, that you're not yeah. over the hill and yeah. that your worth as a woman isn't diminished yeah. when you hit a certain age because yeah. society has deemed you sexually unattractive because they're pushing, you know, 14-year-olds singing songs about cookie. Like, our whole society really craps on older people, older women, I love it when something like this comes out and blows everyone else out of the water. Let's all value each other, no matter what our age is. No matter, yeah, like, yeah. There's great things about youth. There's great things about being older, but there's no excuse to not respect people for their age. Um, yeah. We can roll our eyes at younger people, but they have a lot to offer and they have a lot to teach us. Mm-hmm. You can get frustrated with older people or maybe dismiss them. Boy, do they have a lot of wisdom and a lot of life experience. Yeah. Let's all just try to be respectful and kind to people because <laughs> life's hard. And no matter what your age, we could all use yeah. some kindness and love. So I just, I'm so excited that Girls' Generation came out and are like the most beautiful, amazing, 
girl group in their 30s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Oh, my Man. God. You can be 33 <laughs> and still be a pop star? Yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. And we need more yeah. of those. Uh, yeah. I loved it. It's just, it's, it's a positive feeling for us. And maybe, maybe some of you listeners, Girls Generation gave me a little like punch in my arm this week. I feel yeah, yeah. good seeing that. <laughs> next like, yes. week, I know, right? Uh, next week, Kino from Pentagon released a single. I want to talk about this. Pentagon, they're so great. Um, mm-hmm. Kino, we've talked about him quite a bit. We've got a single from him. We're going to talk about it. Golden Child, new release. We haven't talked about those guys for a while. We're going to review yeah, them. Last week, we talked about Replay by Shiny. Is that the best debut song ever? We know what Charity thinks. <laughs> but we're both going to come with our list of the best K-pop debuts ever. So you don't want to miss that segment. Some other fun stuff planned for you next week. You know where to find us. New podcast comes out every Friday. If you're not following us on social media, NYC, K-pop Queens, feel free to say hello or feel free. No pressure. You never have to. We're just happy to have you listen. We appreciate you being part of our lives and part of this community, part of this world. Um, Hopefully we'll get to meet more of you at concerts soon. We love K-pop. In case you can't tell, we're really passionate when we talk about this stuff. (laughs) Uh, But it all comes from a place of, you know, passion for the music. And I think positive vibes. Charity and I never want to just crap on somebody's artistic work. and mm-hmm. It's hard to put stuff out. So hopefully that comes through when you guys listen to the podcast, but we're just, ha- we're just so happy to have you be part of this world with us. We hope you're all staying healthy and safe um, and happy. The world is crazy out there. So lean into K-pop. That's what we do. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> K-pop is the greatest escape. I challenge anyone to give me something else. Um, K-pop's the best. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you next week. Love you, Queendom. Bye. Love you guys. Have such a great weekend. Bye. Bye.